Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As you guys know, if you've been listening, March is all about highlighting women. So we're doing a little 180. Is it 180 or 360? 360 when you go in a full circle, right? We're going to do a 180 and spin it to... <laughs> Y'all, it's been a long day. I promise I'm smart. Anyway, we're going to do a 180 and it's almost wear nothing weather. Summertime is approaching. It's, it's starting to feel a little good outside. You know, It's been a little spotty. A few monsoons and rainy days and cold temps, but I think we're in transition. But for the most part, it's been really sunny and bright and warm. So I want to talk about do's and don'ts for girls trips because it's, it's about that time to start wearing less and traveling more and planning more girls get togethers, whether it's like a quick little weekend road trip or y'all flying out to Tulum, whatever it is. I want to share some of my famous, not famous, but some of my do's and don'ts for a girls trip, some lessons learned because some of these don'ts I have done so we're gonna get right into it y'all have probably seen like the conversations on social media about like why it's so hard to plan a group trip and like the headache of putting a trip to a trip together especially when it's all women but if you do plan to travel or just later in the future if you plan to travel with a group of friends these are some things that i recommend doing and recommend not doing so to get right into it, my first do is be strategic about who comes on the trip. That's first and foremost. That determines the whole energy of the trip, like period. You bring one wrong chick on that trip and the whole trip is shot to shit. Like it's just not gonna be fun. The energy's gonna be off. People aren't gonna get along. People are gonna be in cliques and isolated. It's not gonna be a fun, cohesive, harmonious trip and that's what you want you want your girl's trip to have harmony that's a real good word like everybody to be cool happy if there is a little spiff because estrogen women might have a moment everybody's cool enough to talk about it move on take a shot and we keep the night going you really have to think carefully about who you invite and even if your friend is one of your good friends but you if she ain't gonna be willing to take a flight out of the country and really enjoy the trip and she's gonna be the one complaining about everything all the prices and stuff maybe she shouldn't come or if you got a friend who only want to do what they want to do they don't want to really be with the group maybe she shouldn't come maybe she took a solo trip okay those exist too so you have to be really careful about who you're inviting and then when you have in mind who you want to invite talk to them individually first before you make the group chat make sure you have that one-on-one -on -one and see if they vibing with what you're trying to do. And if you get a consensus from all those one-on-one -on -one talks that are in cahoots, everybody seems to be on the same page, then make the group chat. Hey, y'all, we trying to do this trip. Let's do it. Let's do it. And plan the dates and the budgets and all that. And that leads me to like my first don't. Like, don't invite a bunch of strangers on the trip. Don't invite a bunch of bitches that don't nobody know. Because then we looking at her sideways. Can I really show my ass on this trip? Can I really... Bust it down and have a good time. Hey, if this chick I don't even know, <laughs> if this girl I don't even know is on the trip, even if it's not one of those bust it down trips, even if it's just like maybe a, an intimate girl trip where you guys plan to like just maybe have a retreat and share some personal things and really connect, you may not want to be crying and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets with a bitch you don't know. Like somebody you just met the day of the trip, she hopped in the car like, hey, and you like, okay don't be the one who brings strangers and if you want to bring someone new make sure you introduce them to the group prior to the trip maybe try to set up a brunch or a lunch and see how everybody get along before you officially invite them on the trip or 
officially say that they can come on a trip. So just, it's all about harmony and energy are the keys to a good girl's trip. If that is not right, if that's off, the whole trip is off, like honest, especially with women. So it starts with the company, the attendees, the guests. Make sure everyone gets along and there's no wild card friend that's coming on a trip. And also it's important to have, if you're gonna be the host, know what the hell going on. Don't be planning no trip and you planning a five-star dinner every night and that ain't in nobody budget. You trying to take a helicopter ride and do all these different things and they like, girl, we just hit a kick it, that's it. Like, <laughs> we just hit a kick it, that's it. Like, we not here to ball out. And if you wanna ball out, that's fine. Get you some ball out friends. Don't be trying to go on ball out trips with your friends who just trying to go to Miami or just do a quick little California trip or do something budget friendly. Like you can't be trying to go to Paris or out the country every six months with people who might be watching their budget a little more. And there's nothing wrong with watching your budget. Just make sure you travel with people who are on the same page as you as far as how much money you plan on spending to book the trip for flights, for hotels and stuff like that. Plan a trip that fits everyone's budget in the group. Now, I'm not saying if someone say, girl, I'm only trying to spend $100 on this trip, she can stay home, okay? She can stay home. Don't nobody want to have someone on the trip where they're ready to have a nice dinner or do a fun activity that costs a little change and that one person, I don't want to do this. How much is this? Damn, like how many times you going to ask? Look at, look at the menu. Look at the daggone website. You can see how much it is. I'm tired of you asking this question. You knew how much this stuff was, but we got here. Don't invite people like that, okay? Please. So just be really careful about budget. Make sure everybody's on the same page about budget so you guys can have fun. Do plan where you guys are going to sleep. Cause some people are like, I want to stay somewhere nice. My belongings are going to be here. Like I want to come back to a nice hotel or a nice Airbnb. I want to feel safe. And some people are like, girl, just book that thing. We're going to be out and about anyway. I'm just sleeping there. We're going to wake up in the morning and we're going to be right back out. I'm not that person, <laughs> personally, and my friends know that I want to stay somewhere nice. I want to stay somewhere where I feel safe leaving my stuff at the house. I feel safe sleeping there at night, especially if I'm not from that area. I don't know that area like that. I would rather be in an area that is known to be a safe region or area in that city. That's just my personal preference, and I also like comfort. I like nice amenities. My girlfriends are the same way, so we always don't want to court about that. So keep that in mind, too. Have an understanding of what everybody is expecting boarding-wise. What are they willing to pay for? What are they not willing to pay for? Because that matters too. And if people are willing to share rooms, share beds, all that stuff is important. Do have an itinerary. And I say this, but I say this loosely because I've made the mistake of planning every minute. That's one of my don'ts. Don't over plan the trip. But you want to have an itinerary, even if it's a loose one, that just at least lists out restaurant options, bar options, club options, sightseeing options, even if there aren't dates and times attached to them when you guys are gonna go and what time you're gonna be there. At least you have something to reference as like a guide. You don't have to ask a bunch of people in the neighborhood or the city or whatever about where to go, even though you may wanna do a little bit of that because sometimes locals have really good recommendations. But at least you have made your own list of what fits y'all's budget. We all are interested in, you don't have to do all that stuff, but at least you have like your own mini guide of, okay, this is some stuff we can do. Maybe when we first get there, maybe the next day, or we can you know rearrange some stuff and mix it up. 
I have made the mistake of planning a trip from sun up to sundown, and my ass got old and tired, and I was like, I can't do some more. <laughs> I would get home and be more tired than I was than when I got to my destination. Like that is just ridiculous. There is no reason you should be planning your trip minute by minute. I promise you it's not gonna be any fun and you're gonna get home and wish you would have enjoyed the location. And I really just wish I would have been like, let's just walk around. Let's just walk around downtown and like bar hop and just talk to locals and just hang out and stumble upon some really good eateries or whatever. But we was too damn busy bouncing around because of that damn tight ass schedule we had planned. I learned very quickly Plan stuff. I do like to plan stuff. I do like to attach dates and times to my stuff, but I've learned to loosely plan. Have an itinerary, but be okay with things not going as planned. Be okay with planning to go to this restaurant, but you talk to a local and they're like, oh no, this place is the bomb. Like y'all gotta check this out. And like swapping out. Like, let's go to this restaurant. And then y'all end up having a good ass time, having good food, good drinks, because it's one of the best places down. Be willing to be flexible on your trips and don't be the person who try to hog the trip. You get an attitude when somebody don't want to go where you want to go because you're not willing to be like, okay, yeah, let's just chill let's just take a nap let's just cook at the house let's just check out this little hole in the wall spot instead of going to the little four-star restaurant it's okay to to pivot it's okay to pivot on your trip and do something different and that's something i had to learn by trial and error because i would get home and my ass be dog tired it's natural to be tired after a trip but i'd be like damn do i even remember the damn place do i even remember what it looked like because i just i was going like going so I just learned to just take it in and enjoy where I'm at while I'm there. And it's really made a difference. Another do that kind of goes along with my last do is plan the distance between activities. I know that's hard to do if you're like, well, Princess, you just said, don't plan it too hard. How am I going to know the distance between stuff? When I say that, like plan the general distance, like the distance from the hotel to the downtown district, y'all probably going to end up spending more, most of your time at where most of the restaurants and shops and places at. Or the distance between the hotel or Airbnb and some landmarks y'all want to go to. Because then that way you have an idea of if you need to rent a car, if you're going to Uber, or if you're going to just use city transportation. Like which one is going to be financially best for the group. If I'm like road tripping it, of course, somebody volunteers their car. If we're flying out somewhere and it's like a city where it's okay to drive it's not anything crazy like i'm not in jamaica i'm probably not going to rent no car in jamaica or like in another country i'm probably just going to want to uber or use transportation if it's something like another u.s state or something like that i do recommend possibly renting a car do some distance and math calculations pull out your calculator i love how uber you can and uber lift all those little share ride apps you can see how much the ride will cost even if you're not there so you can plan out what the potential cost would be. Of course, they fluctuate depending on time of day, but you can at least put plan an estimate of what the cost could be compared to the cost of running a rental car and the charges with that. And if y'all run a car, now, don't let nobody drive it who's not comfortable driving. Like, I know when me and my best friend went to Los Angeles, like, I'm a driver. She's not really a big driver. So I'm like, girl, I don't give a damn. I can drive anywhere. LA traffic, Atlanta traffic, I don't care. And... We were good to go. I have a story about that. Oh my God. So pause, story time. We rented a car in Los Angeles, you guys, and the driving was fine. No accidents, no nothing. I really, it wasn't too much different from Atlanta, in my opinion. But yeah, so we driving around, driving from our Airbnb to downtown LA. We go out one night. I parked the car and 
we go in a club, you have a couple drinks, walk around downtown, walk it off, and we chilling, da da da, da go to another club, dance a little bit, and my friend's like, okay, girl, I'm ready to go. So I'm like, okay, girl, let me get the key. I look in my purse, y'all, key nowhere. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking in my purse, like, trying to, my purse was small. I'm like, ain't much surface area in this purse, so I'm just like, moving my hand around the purse, trying to find a key. I said, girl, I ain't got that key. And she said, stop playing, because I asked a, a joke I would always play on her when we go out of town. I act like I lost my key. <laughs> I'm like, Kira, I'm not playing. Like, my key is not in my purse. So she look in the purse. We look around the bar. We searching all around where we were sitting at the bar. We asking the bartender, did someone return a key? They like, no, no one returned a key. We asked the DJ. So then we leave that club. We start walking down downtown LA, y'all. Downtown freaking LA. Looking for a key. Looking lost. Looking like some tourists. So we walking down the street, looking down at the sidewalk. God's grace was covering us, let me tell you, because we, we looked like we was low-key lost. So we looking, you could tell we was looking for something. So we looking down, we went back to the last place. We tracing, all, going back around a little square, because we was in like a downtown district, so everything was basically walkable. So we're retracing our steps. No key, nowhere. No, the bartender, we go, every bartender we go to, ain't no key return, no key, no key, no key. Girl, I'm getting scared, because the rental car on my credit card. <laughs> I'm getting scared. Yeah, I'm like, Lord Jesus, this is going to dent my credit. I'm going to have to pay for this car. I can't, ain't no key. How are we going to contact somebody to get us a new key? We can't even call the rental place because it was like 1 a.m. at that point. So we was going to have to either leave the car and Uber back to the Airbnb or sleep in the car until we could call the rental place and get a new key. And who knows how much that would cost. So I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord, I ain't budget like this for the trip. I didn't plan for to be losing car keys. I'm like, okay, let's just go back to the car. I tell my best friend, let's just go back to the car. Let's just try to look in between the seats because maybe I dropped it and I thought I, I thought I had it. Maybe I didn't, just muscle memory made me think I had it. So we go back to the car. We looking in between the seats. She looking in between her side of the seats. I'm checking the door pocket things, the door pockets. I'm checking the back seat. I'm checking everything. Then I stand straight up. And y'all, the daggone car key was on the roof of the car. I kid you not. That car key was sitting on top of the roof for like at least three hours. And we were in such shock. We just like... I ain't lying. We got in the car and I played gospel music all the way back to the Airbnb and I praised God all night. I was just like, Lord, I thank you. If I had any doubt in my heart about your love and your grace, it's, it's erased completely and I'll never question you again because any hobo crackhead, LA crackhead could have rolled up to that Airbnb, that rental and stole our car and just sold it or crashed it or anything and we would have been ass out because i couldn't pay for that car <laughs> i could not pay for that car y'all so we were just like thank you god like we went straight home i think we stopped grabbed a quick bite to eat because our nerves was a little bad and we just wanted some food we grabbed some food and went right back to that house and we sat down for the night okay that was enough california trauma for us we was just <laughs> we were through but that's one of my travel travel stories, lessons learned. Make sure if you're going to rent a car, 
keep the keys on you make sure when you get out the car before you lock the doors the keys are in your purse and your possession your fanny pack whatever and they're in a secured bag not a bag that's gonna be you shake it and something fall out and make sure you don't lock the keys in the car or whatever so we definitely had learned our lesson there because we would have just been stuck like we would have had to just wait to call the rental place the next day or sleep in the car so nobody steal it. It, it we just i just thank god to this day that was just an experience it was a moment so case in point plan if you go uber rent or use city transportation it does make a difference cost wise make sure everybody's on the same page cost wise and if you rent make sure you're comfortable with the person who's going to drive it don't talk to like weird strangers because another story time and i'll probably get into this a little deeper later but we ended up talking to the cartel on one of our trips yes you heard that correctly i'm not gonna get into details of how it happened <laughs> not today but we ended up talking to the cartel on one of our trips when we went out of the country to right now it's funny but i think in that moment when it happened and we realized who the hell we were talking to that was scary i may divulge that story another time get a little deeper into that for another story time let me know if y'all want to hear that story and i might just share that one and how that even happened but yes yeah, so be careful with talking to strangers i'm a very social person so i will make a conversation with anybody but you gotta be careful with that it's good to talk to locals and maybe figure out some good spots to go but you want to use discretion and discernment when having conversation with strangers especially if you look like a tourist typically locals can tell tourists a mile away just be careful in talking to everybody and if you're talking to them don't tell all your business don't tell them what city and state you from how old y'all are how much y'all trying to how much money y'all got on y'all or where, where y'all staying at you know where your airbnb is and stuff don't share information like that don't invite strangers or locals to your airbnb or your hotel room be smart don't do things like that don't be the person who show up with a boyfriend or you be the one on the phone with your boyfriend the whole trip don't get me wrong i like to talk to my man when i'm away but you gotta make sure you're still present on the trip. Because what sucks is when you invite a girl on a trip when you're close friends and y'all having a good time and she in the corner caking it up all damn day and all night. And it's okay, I understand nighttime. You want to catch up, maybe check in once during the day, see how they doing. But if you're on the phone three, four, five times a day, FaceTime on the phone, they can't pull you from your phone, you need to just stay home. You miss that man that damn much, don't be away from him, okay? Don't come on the trip and make everybody feel like you just came there to talk to your man over the phone. That's just, that's no fun. If you're gonna come on a girl's trip, do girl's trip stuff. Be present, have fun with the girls. And yeah, and then don't be the girlfriend who run her mouth about the trip when she get home. You don't wanna be spilling all the damn deets to friends who are not in the circle or telling your man every detail from the girl's trip. Hell, he probably ain't gonna wanna know all them damn details, to be honest with you. Some stuff is just better not knowing, especially if you'd have had a wild night. Just, Keep some stuff to yourself, just have fun with the girls. Like sometimes what happened on a girl's trip, just stay on a girl's trip, just have fun. I'm not saying you can't go back home and share, but if it's one of those wild girls nights where y'all just like really turned up having a good time, like you ain't gotta tell everything. Cause I, you know what? They're not gonna invite your ass back. If you that friend who can't keep your mouth shut about one little night or one little girl's out and where y'all just really got turned and maybe some dumb stuff happened. Nothing crazy, but just dumb wild girls night stuff. I'm sure men have their little boys night stuff. 
and you got to come home and tell everything, girl, ain't nobody going to want you to come back, okay? So some things, not everything, but some things I feel like personally you should stay on the girl's trip. Some things should just be girl stuff. Men don't need to be in women's business all the time. In the words of Nene, you need to stay out of women's business, okay? Don't be putting your man in women's business. So just decipher, and y'all may have to come to an agreement when y'all sober up the next day. So case in point, don't bring nobody who cheap as hell, can't hold water, Born as hell, mean as hell, and dumb as hell. So we're going to leave it right there. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Girls Trips Do's and Don'ts. Thank you guys for listening. I hope we got you excited for the summertime fine funness. I hope you guys have great trips coming up, whether you choose to travel or just do some local, local staycations. So hope you guys do some fun stuff and those do's and don'ts help you out. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the show leave a review sponsor the show if you love your girl and you want to support the show monetarily we love offerings here share the show let me know what you think tag the show on social media thank you guys so much for listening and we'll chat next week